This episode is a braless and barefoot business advice episode. I actually woke up this morning and saw a thread on Twitter, which I thought was really interesting. And it was discussing the number of kind of business events and networking events, you know, whether they be in the creative or media field or in the startup field, where the panel members don't seem to be able to articulate themselves or maybe beneath it all they are still building credibility or they lack credibility and I put it that way because it could be a number of reasons as to why some influencers um, who are online influencers predominantly or social media influencers sometimes when they are you know asked certain questions or they're included in debate and discussion panels they may be unable to express themselves or maybe they just don't have the depth of knowledge that the attendees or the event host are expecting. And this is something that I have spoken about and written about many times before in my professional career and also in my business about credibility and what that really means and the difference between credibility and popularity, for example. It's very you know, possible in this day and age to build a social media following on any of, you know, the the more common platforms. However, when you start getting to a certain level, maybe, you know, you're starting to monetize the community that you've built or monetize your personality, etc. Fine. What happens is then sometimes you're asked to go on to a podcast, another podcast, or you're asked to, you know, speak on a business panel or go to an event. Now, at that point, you have to bring a little bit more than your personality. And I'm going to take it from two sides. One side is what it's like for an attendee to go to an event or, you know, listen to some content, which is maybe very focused and is about business or is about a particular subject matter. Okay, where you're expecting the participants, the host, etc., to understand that subject, to be, you know, uh, to be able to articulate, express, discuss all of those things with some level of insight and, you know, intelligence about the topic. Now, I'm not including, you know, as I said, purely events that are purely for leisure, events that, you know, have no real rhyme or reason, they're social events, those aside, because no one is expecting when you're out at a bar or somewhere like that to have, you know, conversations about business, politics, culture, etc. And there is a difference between maybe discussing popular topics at the moment that are happening in the celebrity world, in, in fashion, or, but we're talking about topics here you know, where people want practical, honest advice, guidance and information, even if it is in a social setting. Now, and when I say social setting, a lot of these events are held, you know, some of them they'll be held in like co-working spaces, um, but a lot of them are are held in creative spaces, you know, exhibitions, galleries, etc., nice venues, they've used social media to advertise the actual event, You know, and I can see that often what they, you know, a part of the strategy that's been used in the marketing is to select well-known or, you know, 
very popular social media or online influencers. The idea being that, you know, people, the general public or the intended audience will be attracted to coming along and hearing these people speak, you know, share their ideas, thoughts, etc. Now, the problem with just relying on that or really just focusing in on who you've got on the panel and not on the content and what the takeaways from the event will be for your attendees. And quite often as well, I mean, I've been going to networking events and, you know, events of interest in the business field, in in finance and academia, as well as social stuff for years. Now, often you go to the event to get something out of it okay and you are attracted to it because of maybe who the individuals are that may be on the panel who the speaker is but if you're paying for this event you are expecting some kind of return you don't want to just go to an event and you know be inspired because this is a very loose word which to me sometimes is just hot air you know what information guidance is going to be shared at this event that makes it worth your while, you know, leaving work straight away, getting on the tube and going to the event or leaving your house on a winter's evening, going to this event. You know, you have to schedule these things in. They cost money. Travel costs money. It's time you could be doing either stuff that you should be studying or preparing for work the next day or the gym, whatever it might be that you do you know, in the evenings, especially these weekday events, okay, no one's got time to keep going to these events and get nothing from them, okay, so it's really important that if you are hosting an event, if you're planning an event that is about a serious topic or about business, about careers, about something substantial, that you make sure that the speaker or speakers or panel members actually have real credibility and by that not that they have followers okay and not that they know certain people or have been endorsed by certain people but rather they actually are they're they're experts and I'll put a little asterisk next to that because the word expert you know there's, there's different you know approaches to that word but they actually know what it is that they're talking about, whether it's because their job is to help other businesses or people do that thing or that they do it themselves often enough or every day so that they have the required knowledge. OK, and, and that they 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 research, for example, they they learn, they, they observe, they're interested in what's happening in their field as a whole. You know, all of those things are really, really important. And I say this because, you know, on the thread on Twitter, there was a discussion about, you know, as a host, sometimes you'll ask a panel member a question and they don't have an answer. Now, what I mean by that is they don't have an answer because really and truly they're not actually doing the work. So although online they may talk about certain topics or, you know, they've got a following, but they don't actually research, they don't actually you know, really broaden their knowledge and understanding in the topic area wide enough to be able to answer subsidiary questions or be asked, you know, to debate something, be asked to give an opinion on something where they can, you know, show a depth of understanding about the wider topic, whether that be the industry itself, you know, or something, you know, that's current news or something, you know, an emerging topic that is related to that that issue and it really is telling and showing and I think you know 
nine times out of 10, the attendees for these events, whether they're at the start of their career or business or they're, you know, developed and experienced professionals or business people, they, they're not senile. That you know, they can see if you really don't know the answer to that question. Now, I've written elsewhere about, you know, what it really means to be an expert and whether anyone can become an expert, etc. So I'm not saying if you're new to something or you're learning something that you are not in a position to be giving advice or information. What I am saying is that you need to do the work to get to that point so that you can feel competent and confident within yourself when you are asked questions at an event, if you are indeed the speaker or the person of interest, or if you're invited onto a podcast or you're invited to write something for a publication, do the research, put the time in, hone your craft so that you can have, you know, confidence and be competent and be regarded as competent in relation to whatever it is that you are selling, whatever it is that you promote, or whatever it is that you are actually imparting information about. And and it's really, really important. As time goes on, you know, and this is what always happens, right? Somebody is on their way up to, you know, becoming popular or, you know, building a following, a community, building a personal brand as very popular these days. At some point, people will start to dig deeper. They will start to scratch away at the surface to see what's really under there. And you've got to prepare yourself for that because that leaves you open to criticism, commentary, etc. Um, if you are unable to live up to you know, the, the image or the brand that you have portrayed or conveyed on online. And this is one of the reasons why I started running. This is, you know, a good year and a half ago, but I started running at the time food business events because what I was finding, if you want to start a food business or you're in the food business, a lot of these startup communities, these networking events, that's all they are. It's networking, but they attract people by using, you know, maybe, you know, certain well-known you know, uh, entrepreneurs who've got good social media followings. But the level and depth of information shared stays, you know, it's really quite, you know, low tier because, you know, when you go there, you're not getting the nitty gritty, the practical truth that helps you take that next step. And that is what people want. No one's got time or money to be circulating events and networking events, etc., to hear the same thing every time and to not be told, you know, crucial information, practical information that make, helps you make ta- tactical, sorry, decisions about what you need to do next. Now, there's a whole other issue of whether or not maybe a person is a coach or a mentor, because then obviously you can get some sustained and consistent advice over a period of time which is tailored and specific to you your circumstances your goals and your business so that's a separate issue but in regards to you know running an event make sure it has substance and make sure that you have put the work in to ensure that people get out what it is that you have advertised on your event advert Okay, that is really, really important that people get out what it is that you have advertised, the basis on which they've gone to or come to purchase the actual ticket. So where possible, 
you know, do some research on the panel members and the speakers that you're selecting outside and beyond how many followers they actually have and who they know. Do some research. Do they have a LinkedIn profile? Ask them, talk to them about their background and experience. Talk to them about the roles that they've held. I mean, I remember being a part of a Facebook group, which I exited from swiftly because the the leader of the group, the lady who started the group, she had posted a picture of, or no, she posted a profile of somebody who had approached her in her direct messages about potentially helping her with her brand. Now, she posted the profile with some comments about the fact, why would I, this is exactly what she said, why would I want this person to help me build my brand when I have 10 times the followers he has? Now, that resulted in a number of comments on that thread. Now, unfortunately, a lot of people are followers. They literally are followers. So, you know, there were quite a few, actually, the majority of the group were on there saying, yeah, so true, you know, yes, you know, you're amazing. Why would you need somebody who's got, you know, minimal followers on their their profile to help you build your brand? And I, of course, I, I found this to be very strange because when researched, this individual has been in the business of brand building for years and does this for other clients. And they're not just, you know, um, individuals building personal brands. He does it for corporates, corporate companies. He's worked within corporate companies doing that very thing. Now, because of that and the fact that he's not building his own personal brand, he has no interest in building his own following. He doesn't even have time, probably, because why? He's doing his actual job. He's honing his craft, okay? He is building real credibility in the real world. And that is something that's really important to think about, okay? The people who are actually sometimes the most experienced and have the most to share are people who are just doing the work in real life, in real time. And I actually posted that comment on, on the group. And of course, um, the, 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 the leader of the group or whatever, she wasn't very happy. And she came back and said, well, oh, no, 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 that's not what I was actually saying. I was like, well, that is what you said. Look at, read your own words and do the research on this guy. And you might find that you're wrong because clearly you are measuring vanity metrics, vanity metrics. Followers on social media do not indicate or necessarily reflect credibility and it doesn't indicate or reflect somebody's knowledge experience in whatever topic it is that you might be hosting an event about or, you know, collating thought leaders for an article, etc. on. So it's really important to have integrity yourself if you are hosting events or you are a curator for example, um, and, you know, you're sharing this information with other people, whether that be, you know, via, you know, uh, magazines, you know, outlets online, etc. Because what sometimes you find is that you scratch beneath the surface, certain individuals lack the credibility and the real know-how. And that was one of the reasons why, you know, I was interested by the thread that I saw on Twitter because it's something that I talk about all the time, real credibility. And when I'm mentoring, that is what I really try to impart to any mentees. Do the work, put the time in, research, do work experience, get an internship, make sure you actually know 
and understand what it is you want to be known for. So that in the future, yes, you can monetize that knowledge. You can monetize it when you actually have something to offer. And, you know, this is one of the reasons, for example, if you go to, it depends, you know, on the professional field you work in. But I can tell you that there are certain fields like engineering, you know, finance, etc., where when you go to an interview, particularly for these mid-management, senior management roles, the competency element of that interview can be very intense because you have to have the technical knowledge and understanding. And they are not looking at what other people think, even if your CV is amazing because of academic qualifications, because of the the, 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 the companies that you have listed that you've worked at. When you get into that interview before the panel, they will ask you specific competency questions and they are expecting you to be able to answer those questions with specifics. So they don't accept generic general answers. They don't expect, you know, I'm not sure or high level. They want, they drill right down. And I know this because I've been through that process several times over the years as I've moved up within my career. You know, just recently had a conversation about competencies and I'm telling you why how? These were the questions. Well, tell me about what were the specifics about that? What were the challenges of that? And part of that is sometimes they're just curious, okay? But a lot of the times they're trying to ascertain how deep your knowledge really is. When you say you are capable of, you know, taking a strategic approach and making good commercial decisions, well, how is that true? Okay? So that's just an example, but it's one of the things I teach my mentees, how you actually answer those competency questions. Now, the real way and the only way without shortcuts is to actually do the work so that you understand and know firsthand your subject matter. So, you know, it's really important if you would like to be a thought leader or you want to be an expert in your particular area, and it could be an interest in anything, it could be plants, it could be photography, it could be anything that you can potentially monetize or that interests you. The important part is to do the work, get the knowledge and the experience so that if you're ever asked or you want to put yourself in a position to monetize that, you can do that with some credibility and integrity. And on the other hand, if you're, you know, hosting an event or you're a curator, okay, and you are, you know, matching people, connecting people, or, you know, providing these events and experiences for people to, you know, further their business, further their career, you have to have some integrity when you are actually sourcing and bringing the participants together, really know who they are. And I can tell you, when you get to a certain level in certain professional fields, that is why certain people don't get the job. Because they're unable to demonstrate, they're unable to demonstrate, okay, those, the the required competencies. And let's face it, it's quite serious. Sometimes, you know, people are in serious situations with their business or career and they genuinely don't know what to do. And they're looking, they're looking for good advice and information. And it's really important that the people who are selected to, to give that are more than just their followers on social media. So that's my kind of braless and barefoot advice, quite literally, today about building credibility um, 
as an individual, if you want to be an influencer and you remember, you know, everyone really is an influencer in some way, even if you're not online or a part of social media, really, you know, building credibility is really important. And if you're a curator, valuing credibility is even more important because then people will come to trust you when you put an event on or you share some content. They know that you've actually done the research. They can trust that, you know, you've checked, done some due diligence on the people that you promote or the thoughts and concepts that you're promoting.